There we go. Yeah. Yeet. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard you say yeet. Dab. <laughs> Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. How you doing, Teresa? I'm good, Panda. I'm here petting my cat and drinking a Sprite. And can we get a Bass update? How's Bass doing? Oh my god, this little bitch. She climbed into a wall last week. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> and she's my very, very good girl. I love her very much, even if she climbs into a wall and literally wakes me up at 3 o'clock in the morning to feed her every night. But I love her so much. And she's very good with people. She survived my party and everybody trying to drunkenly pick her up. So she's a good girl in my book. How's your new house? Tell me about your new house. How are you doing, Pand? Oh, a lot of things have happened to me recently. As Teresa mentioned, I moved and that sucks. Don't recommend that. Zero out of ten. Don't recommend. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. The new house is great. It's just a maze of boxes and garbage bags full of my things right now because I had been living in my house for like four years and things just sort of accumulate over time. Oh, buddy. I know how that is. Ooh, that, ah, that was bad. Hated that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the new house is cool. I also went to see the Adventure Zone in Atlanta, which was amazing. And I ate sushi at a conveyor belt sushi place, which I did not know that that was a thing that we had in America. There's a few by me, but I've never been. This was my first time going to conveyor belt sushi, and I went with... Emmy Award winning character designer Shannon Maynard. Oh my god, that's so cool. But yeah, that was amazing. And they, it had like a little gotcha pond machine on top of the conveyor belt. And like for every like, it was like the first 20 plates because they were like little plates with like two to four pieces of like a roll or something on it. Mm-hmm. And so like your first 20 plates, you would get like a little prize from the gotcha pawn machine. And then if you got 10 more at 30, you also got another prize from the gotcha pawn machine. And we only managed to get up to 24. But that was, it was very valid. good I'm between, uh, it was me and producer Jimmy and Shannon and a friend of Shannon's. Also, every five plates, you got, like, a little animation. Like, there was this plot where, like, you had to help this little cartoon character, like, fight off an alien invasion or, like, ninjas in Los Angeles. And it was so so cute and fun. And I thought about it the whole next day afterwards. That's so... Bass, no. That is so fun. Bass, get off my laptop. Uh... (laughs) I went recently to a Japanese restaurant in the city as well. And at the end of your meal, they give you cotton candy mix. So you can make cotton candy after your meal. That sounds fun. 
I kind of really want to take you and Jimmy there because it's like two storefronts down from, first of all, it's like really famous actually in the city and there's also like a barcade, like literally like five stores down. So I figured we can go put our names down, then go have a round at barcade and then that go get Japanese dope. food. That Yeah. So I don't know about y'all. But when you come visit in November, maybe well, Jimmy will eat basically anything. So yes, I am aware of that. So I'm just trying to keep in mind what will because, like, I know on Thursday we were discussing going to the city again Thursday before the con anyway. So you guys can do like cheesy sightseeing shit. Yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, so that we can do that. All I care about is the Nintendo store. Yeah, we can go to the Nintendo store and we can go to, if you guys want to go to like the big ass Lego store, we can. Fuck yes. We can go to Kino Kuniya, which is also a popular place for weebs. I don't know what that is. It's it's a, it's just like a Japanese bookstore that's okay. like in Japan, but there's a few in America and there's like a few, there's like book offs and Bryant Park as well and stuff like that. Yeah. All all the weeb locations I take my weeb friends to when they visit New York City, pretty much, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Bass, please don't. What is she doing? I'm drinking a can of soda, and I went to, I, like, pulled off the tab, and I went to go throw it in my garbage can, but I missed, and it went behind my lamp shelf combo thing, and she's now like, where is it? Where is it? But, yeah. Here at the Fresh Podcast <laughs> Market. We are We're a real, real podcast about fake podcasts and definitely not about my upcoming trip to New Jersey slash New York City. Yeah, as it should be. I think it's my turn, actually, unfortunately. Yeah? Lay one yeah. on me. Let's go into the vault, boys. Ooh, ooh, this one. Did I, I think I texted you about this one that I was like, Panda, I have the world's worst idea for a podcast. But I also like text you that like once every other week, so... It's true. How about a podcast where we talk about media that sparked, like, where people's kinks came from? <laughs> I don't know that you sent me this one. <laughs> or if you did, I blanked it out of my memory. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, you know, how there's, like, that one screenshot of the YouTube video of Garfield where Garfield expands. And it's like, this gave my friend and the guy, like, says the guy's full name a boner when he was eight years old. Oh, my God. <laughs> so like that or you could talk about like a lot of people like I know somebody who's into hypnosis and apparently one of the first things that like people discover that they're into hypnosis with is like the one hypnosis scene in the jungle book and that's like usually baby's first exposure to it for a lot of people or like any episode of totally spies yeah pretty much or I was like watching a fantastic planet the other day for the first time ever and I was like hmm I wonder if people got into macro and micro because of this movie. Almost definitely. And I was like, ooh, bad call there, bud. So I'm curious. I feel like a podcast where not even necessarily like people with said kinks chronicalize that, but just like people talk about it. These possibilities, you know, I think that'd be really interesting and ridiculous. It would require a lot of honesty. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Definitely. Oofa doofa. Yeah, I think this episode is really funny, and I'm honestly surprised that this isn't a thing that people have tried to do. I I agree. I agree. 
I was going to say something else, but I started thinking about, like, what other terrible things would cause people to have kinks? And let's be real, the answer is everything. It's true. It's true. And, like, these are kind of more, like, weird hypothetical kinks, I, I realize. Like, I mean, yeah, you can't be hypnotized, but you can't be turned into an 80-foot woman or whatever. Like, no. God knows. Megamind. Is it Megamind? No. I'm thinking of... What's that other DreamWorks superhero movie? Oh, Monsters and Aliens or something Monsters like that? Monsters and Aliens versus Aliens. Monsters, Monsters versus Aliens. Yeah! That was that it. Definitely yeah, caused, I never saw that one. That had to have caused something. I mean, like, yeah, Lion King and Balto's everybody's fucking furry awakening. It's true. And also, sometimes, if you're watching something, especially if it's an animated movie, but this also is a thing in live action... You can sometimes tell what the director and or artist's kink is based on what they put into their movie slash TV show. Most definitely. I mean, we could talk about that one guy from iCarly, the guy who created iCarly. Oh, no! (laughs) Making people send in pictures of their feet because he has a foot fetish. Making adolescents send in pictures of their feet. Yup. Is that considered child porn? Um... I mean, it's just pictures of your feet. It's not sexual unless you actively feel sexual towards it, you know? That is a really interesting question. Hey, uh, internet cops? Cyber police? Is that... I feel like we're going to get arrested by the podcast police just for saying this on our podcast. <laughs> Who's the podcast police? Justin McElroy. I was going to say, is it, is it Griffin McElroy knocking on our door? Griffy, is that you? But yeah, I elect that this podcast would be called Think the Kink. That's a good name. It rhymes. I love that. It does. We love rhyming. We are basic little babies and we love puns and rhyming. What else do we love? It's true. Kink Link. Oh my God. Duh. That's also a good one. Thank you. I think Kink Link is more on the nose. It's pretty funny. It's it's fun to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for. I think we can wrap this bad boy up. What about you, Pan? Do you have an idea? I do. I want a podcast to exist that is exclusively about pirates in movies, oh. television, books, comic books, Pirate-based media, basically, because something that I have always found interesting is that up until the release, and you probably know this because you're a film nerd, but up until the release of the Pirates of the Caribbean films, pirate movies had basically been considered untenable for a number of years due to the catastrophic failure of one of my favorite bad movies, Cutthroat Island. I have never heard of that fact, nor have I ever seen Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island is hilariously bad. And it was so bad that it, like, ruined the careers of basically everyone involved and also, like, basically set a precedent for no more pirate movies until Pirates of the Caribbean came out, basically, and was just sort of like a miracle, if I even want to use that word. But I also just, like, I think that, because the reality of pirates and the mythologizing of pirates that we do in media are two very different things, and I just, I don't know, like, 
different interpretations of pirates are fascinating. Like, it's crazy to me that, like, we'll have children's shows that have, like, pirates as the main characters. Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Yeah, yeah, you knew exactly what I was talking about. It's just, like, it's incredible to me the way that we can, like, that we have removed pirates from... Plundering. Yeah, like, I want to say, like, they were awful people, but I don't know. It's more complicated than that, I guess. Dare I say, not all pirates are bad. Yeah. And, like, also, there's this new-ish, like, more recent show called Black Sails that apparently is really good. I've heard it's really good, yeah. From what I understand is Game of Thrones, but pirates, even though I don't even know what that means because I've never seen Game of Thrones either. And I think probably what I mean by that is that it's quote-unquote edgy, semi-realistic take on the genre. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I've watched all of Game of Thrones and I still can't tell you what's going on. (laughs) But also just like, I think that the history of how we have portrayed pirates over the years is really interesting. And I think examining like all the different media that has pirates as a main focus could be an interesting way to sort of build like a timeline of how pirates have been portrayed and things and how that has changed and like what set certain trends and stuff like that. I don't know. I think pirates are cool basically is what I'm getting at. And Jimmy and I were playing Kingdom Hearts 2 and there's parts of the Caribbean world and it sucks, but I like that Sora is just so damn excited to be around pirates. That's a pretty fair thing. Not to change the subject, but my cat just went inside of the pinata that's on my floor, and I wish I got a photo of her, but she moved out of the way too fast. I bet that was cute. It was really cute. Sorry to both you and Jimmy for how much cat background noise there is going to be on this audio track, but I think that would actually be a really fun podcast. Would you talk about, for instance, how like accurate these pirate experiences are and so like for instance i know eye patches were used not because people lost eyes but so they could see better in the dark oh, at night yeah. and stuff like that so like would you talk about the legitimacy of like pirate costuming and movies and series and stuff like that would you talk about modern day pirates like look at me i'm the captain now is that captain phillips uh. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I haven't seen the yeah. movie, but I know Me the neither. meme. Yeah, like, would you talk about those kind of pirates, too? Or would it just be, like, yo-ho, arg, pirates? I think, like, modern-day pirates would probably be, like, a special episode. That's but fair. Okay. I like the idea of, because a lot of pirate things try to, like, place themselves at a certain time period or, like, even in a certain, like, year And so I think it would be interesting to, like, for the people hosting the podcast to do, like, research into, like, what pirates actually would have been like at this time and contrasting that with how it comes across in whatever it is that they are examining, like, either a movie or a book or what have you. Because we have mythologized pirates at this point to where it's, like, they're essentially, like, the same as, like, cowboys from the Old West, where, like, nothing about how they actually were in real life kind of remains. (laughs) Or at least not very much. Only in aesthetics, I would assume. Yep. Yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. Excuse me, cat. you are not allowed on this dresser and you know that i think that's really cool and however a lot of like our pirate influence in 
modern media right now is and I mean like and even in like classical canon and stuff like that like it's still very European pirate based would you talk about like yes Asian pirates as well too like isn't there like yeah. that one really badass uh woman pirate at one point yeah there are a bunch of really badass women pirates and I think that that would also be a cool thing to talk about is just like do some stuff about like specifically like women pirates because women pirates were dope and there are also Hell some yeah. really good books about women pirates. Nice. Let's get a pirate podcast. Make it pirate. What would you call this podcast, Pam? I've been trying to think of a name. Arg. <laughs> that's, that's my name for the podcast. Arg. Don't eat the clock. Don't eat the clock. Pass. I'm sorry. Pirates. Don't eat the clock like the crocodile from Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bringing it back home. Mm, arr, arr. I wish podcast started with an R. Fuck. Right? <laughs> Quick tangent. Something that annoys me is that in the book, Peter Pan, the crocodile is a girl. And then in all subsequent adaptations of Peter Pan, they have gendered the crocodile as a boy. That is very unfortunate and very rude. I want a girl crocodile. She deserves respect. Have you read the Peter and the Starcatcher books as well? or I owned the first Peter and the Starcatchers book, but I never read it. And then they came out with like a musical? Yeah, I heard that. I had a friend that was really into the book, so that's why I asked. Yeah, I don't really know much about it, but I do really like Peter Pan. And it's I've kind seen of like... some derivative works of Peter Pan. Yeah, it's kind of like how Wicked is to Wizard of Oz. Like, it's not the same person, and it was made, like, almost kind of like a continuation of fanfiction type deal that ended up getting published. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So with Peter and the Starcatchers, the author, as I was told, was that his daughter was like, well, what else does Peter do? And his dad was like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) He wrote a whole bunch of books about it. That's really funny, actually. Yeah. But back to names. Pirate. Me peg leg. Me. Me parrot. Arr. Yeah. I, I got nothing. I'm stumpied. Neither. Like, I feel like pirates are so rife for puns, and yet I can't. Yeah, me neither. We gotta go back to the drawing board, watch. Somebody's gonna be listening to this and then be like, you dumb idiots. I wouldn't be surprised if later when Jimmy is editing this, he's like, guys, it was right there. And then he gives me a name and I'm like, damn it. He's Mm -hmm. done that before. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm stumperonied and cheesed. Sorry there, bud. We have time for one more idea because we did talk for like 15 minutes in the beginning about not podcasts. Fuck, buddy, we sure did. Oh boy. How about a podcast where... I've been watching a lot of Amazing Interiors lately on Netflix. Yeah. And how about a podcast where you talk about the process of, like, doing construction to your house and stuff like that, if that makes sense? Yes! I really love the concept of not necessarily flipping houses, but people actively and working on home improvement. I guess a home improvement podcast, you know? 
So not only is it people being like, oh shit, maybe I should have got a contractor to do this instead of doing it myself, but also like teaching you how to do these things. Yeah. I like, I like podcasts. Ow, bass! Ow, stop biting me. (laughs) This is what I get for having a kitten. I think podcasts where you actually learn something is really, really nice. And God knows I always need to improve shit. And a lot of times we don't realize this, but like, especially like the cosplay community, there's so much to be learned from like home improvement skills and from like craft skills and like basic woodwork skills and shit like that, that I think this would actually be way more useful than people assume that it would be. And plus like, hell man, I know how to like do a lot of shit with a toilet literally because my toilet like always would get fucked up when I was a kid. So like I kind of learned how to do basic plumbing shit, but like not a whole lot of people know that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, especially because, like, nowadays, like, if something goes wrong, you just call somebody whose job it is to fix it. Yeah, and, like, let's be real, we're all a bunch of broke 20-somethings who listen to this podcast are maybe early 30-somethings, and it would help us immensely, and we would save money. Whenever I know somebody who gets, like, a new house, I always buy them, like, a house repair book as a housewarming gift because I know how useful that can come in handy. So yeah, that that's my uh, off-the-dome podcast idea for today. Yeah, I really like this because there are also like a lot of things that I don't know how to do and I'm probably never going to unless the need arises and I look up a tutorial on YouTube, which is how a lot of people learn stuff nowadays. And I think that that's great. Like, I think that the fact that there's so many resources out there for like people who do want to learn how to fix their own shit, because back in the day, like before widespread internet it was just sort of like you know either gotta fuck it up and figure it out or like get somebody to help you but now like we live in an age where a lot more people can DIY stuff and figure it out because like there are tutorials and tips on the internet but a weekly podcast that just talked about like took like us like one thing that could possibly go wrong in your house or like something that you might just want to do at your house and sort of go in depth about ways that people go wrong when they try to do this thing or like things to look for or look out for and like tips and stuff like that would be really dope and i think a lot of people are way more capable than they give themselves credit for. Oh, most definitely. Ow, alabaster, I'm going to murder you. Let me get her. More like alabaster. (laughs) Yeah, more like alabaster. What an excellent name, Pan. There we go, now she's satisfied. I was going to say... I took a modern British history class my junior year, and one of the things my professor had was a reproduction of pamphlets that would be handed out to wives during World War II whose husbands were away, and it would actually hold basic guides on how to do certain things that usually their husband would do while they were gone. So, like, for instance, one of them was how to mend the bottom of a chair, And, um, so like if a chair were to break kind of deal, how you would properly fix it and how you would weave the, uh, the netting, the jute netting for it and stuff like that. And it was really cool. And I was like, wow, like this doesn't look hard, but let's be real. If you've never been taught something, 
then how will you know how to do it? Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of older people also feel like, oh, well, they don't know how to do it, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's because we never were taught how to do this thing, Yeah, you like, know? you can't get mad at us for not knowing how to do shit that you didn't teach us how to do. Thank like, you. Like, am I supposed to just, like, magically get this knowledge? How did you learn how to do it? Somebody else taught you. So stop being a stingy ass bitch and teach me life skills. Yeah, Pam gets it. Stop making me learn All right. algebra that I'm never going to use. That's not a good example. And teach use, me how to balance a checkbook. Use math to do like construction and stuff. But like, yeah, I don't need to learn how to do chemistry. I need to learn how to fix my broken toilet. Yep, that's that's pretty much how I feel too. Let's think of a name for this bad boy, though. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, is everything okay? No, Bass, stop. Stop. Oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm... Did I? <laughs> for a second, I thought Bass ended the call. And I was like, no! Oh, no, that would have been horrible. Oh, my God. Um, so let's think of an idea for this podcast. House. House. Mouse. You are so wiggly and so evil today. I'm so sorry. I'm distracted by this dumbass kitten. She's been a pain in my fucking ass all day today. House drinks. Boys in the band order house drinks. Oh my god. Totally unrelated. But fucking, when I was at work one day last week, one of the fry cooks was like, he was trying to sing Margaritaville, but he didn't know the fucking words and he kept... Just saying, like, welcome to Margaritaville, but in in the tune of, like, the chorus of Margaritaville. And I'm like, no, that is not the words. And, like, one of the other cooks did not believe that this was a real song. <laughs> oh, my God. Has he ever listened to Cheeseburger in Paradise? I have no idea. Cheeseburger in Paradise. That's all I know. Yeah, that's all anybody knows, really. Also, with Margaritaville, one time, I was trying to sing it, but I couldn't remember the words either, so I just went, do, 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 to my mom, but then I started laughing so hard over it that I couldn't even get it out. Oh my god. Oh my god. Jimmy Buffett, you are a fountain. You are a fucking fountain of good time Beach Boy vibes. Not to be confused with Beach Boys vibes. Exactly. That's when you listen to Wouldn't It Be Nice in the Dark at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, Big mood. Uh, Ow! Why are you doing this to me? I constantly pick you up. Why are you now deciding now is the time to destroy me? Because cats know when you're doing something that they do not need to interrupt. Yep, pretty much. House... Oh, here's a good one. Stepping up to home plate. Oh, I like that. It might be confused as a baseball podcast, but you're stepping up to get shit done around your house. Yeah, that. Yeah, I get it. I like that. That's cute. Maybe you could just put baseball scores at the end of each episode to tie it all together. <laughs> but yeah, I like this. I like this idea cool. and I like that name. Cool. All right. <laughs> Let's... You found one of your fish. Let's bring Let's this, bad boy, this bad boy in boy before up. Bass can bring the whole podcast down. Yeah, pretty much. Hopefully, by the time that this goes up, a lot of that will have been edited out. So maybe the listeners don't exactly know the trials and tribulations we've gone through <laughs> for this recording. I mean, I kind of like just announce it on Twitter constantly what an imp she is, but... 
All right. She's a good girl. I if guess. you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Mpandonato. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? You can follow me at Vicuña, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. And you could also follow our Tumblr at Fresh Podcast Market. There you can send us a whole bunch of ideas, re-blog some of our episodes, send us messages telling me to update the freaking blog more often, stuff like that. You could also send your ideas for some podcasts at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash freshpodcastmarket, where you can support us for $3 at a time. Buy us a coffee. Yeah. We also have shirts. Yes, we have merch that is in the link that's in our pinned tweet on Twitter. And if you liked our theme song, that was Cul-de-Sac Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. That is our producer, Jimmy. You can follow him on Twitter at Jimothy Jam, where you can hear him talk about video games and other yeah. things. Yeah. All right, I think that's all of our things that we have to say at the end of the show. I think so, too. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Pant. Everybody, it's time to get some first aid because your cat bit you a shit ton. Have a good one. Bye.